everybody. Welcome to Paranormal Prowlers Podcast. It is officially the last episode of 2019. And it's about a subject that I have forever been interested by. The doppelganger. The double walker. The double goer. Spectral twin. Back when I had my radio show, I did an a show about the doppelganger and I reached out to people to share encounters with me. And I had one lady from the UK write me her incredible encounter. And I want to read that for you guys now. This is from a woman who we follow each other on Twitter, her name being Darkfell Paranormal. Hello, and good evening from Blackpool, England. As you kindly showed an interest in my doppelganger encounter, here it is for your perusal. After checking on my infant son, who was nestled beside the chimney breast in his carry cot, I climbed jadedly into my bed and pulled the covers tightly around my bone-weary body. Having recently been widowed and left quite literally holding the baby, plus a young toddler, I was exhausted but looking forward to a few hours repose. Savoring the somnolence, it wasn't long before I drifted into a deep and undisturbed state of slumber. Quite unexpectedly, I found myself back in the land of the living. Something had rather abruptly interrupted my much-needed rest, and wondering what could possibly have roused me, I untangled myself from the quilt before rolling over to investigate the cause. As my eyes became accustomed to the darkness, I perceived a shape silently developing beside my bed. Unable to look away, I was filled with indescribable terror as I realized I was face to face with myself. There I was, adorned in my best coat and hat, staring down at me, clad only in pajamas. I did what any self-respecting person would do, confronted with such an alarming and bewildering sight. I quickly pulled the duvet over my face, hoping that the next time I dared to peek my bizarre duplicate would have departed. Mustering all my strength, I once again glanced above the coverlet, only to be again confronted by an identical version of myself. My ghostly double was calmly leering at me in a horrifying manner as the cold fingers of fear prickled down my spine. Fortuitously, my baby chose that moment to wake up and I instinctively turned to attend to him and although I didn't dare get out of bed, I forced myself to glance back at the apparition. Imagine my perplexity when I realized I had gone. I was still filled with disquietude and unease, but became almost euphoric when I realized my sons and I were safe. I have often since contemplated on my nocturnal visitor and speculated as as to why she chose to come by that night. Perhaps I'll never have an answer. Maybe I'd rather not know. So when she gave me this... It was probably around a year ago, actually, and I just remember, wow, this poor woman being a widower now and 
having these children, these young children to take care of, that's that's sad all in itself. But then this happens and it's just kind of like, and I even told her, maybe your double was there to let you know, hey, your other half isn't here no longer, but you're okay. You're going to be okay. I don't know. That's just speculation, of course. But still, I thought it was a very special encounter and I felt that I shared it on the radio show. I want to share it again because it's worth sharing. And many people out there have encounters or think they see someone who looks just exactly like them. And some of them don't speak out. And they should because they're really, it's quite the phenomenon, the doppelganger. Now, there's a few, this is also, this is going to be a two-parter because there's so many different cases. For this episode, I want to talk about a few people, including Johann Wolfgang von Gutu. So, He was a famous German writer. He was a poet and a politician. Man of many trades. He he did it all. Very talented dude. So one day, he was feeling depressed. He was down on his luck. He was just unhappy with some things. And he was riding on a footpath coming from visiting his friend, Frederica. Suddenly, out of nowhere, he saw a mysterious rider approaching him. Johann later shared that he saw this rider in his mind's eye and saw that this mysterious rider was no one other than himself. This double was wearing different clothing, but it was him nonetheless. The figure vanishes before his eyes. And you know, This incident leaves Johan, who was depressed moments ago, feeling quite calm and strangely soothing, at peace, if you will. He soon forgets about the encounter. Well, fast forward about eight years, he's on that very same path, you guys. But except coming from visiting his friend Frederica, he's on his way to visit Frederica. And it's at this bizarre point in time that he realizes, oh, my God, I am wearing the very same clothes that I saw my doppelganger wearing eight years ago. Eight years? That's over 2,900 days. That's incredible. I mean, I'm sure he probably didn't even have those clothes eight years ago. So it's just really interesting. That case always kind of stuck with me. And yet another double story connected to Johan. He was out and about one day when he saw a dear friend of his, Friedrich, walking down the street. Well, this wasn't weird. You know, they live in the same area. They see each other from time to time. But what caught Johan's attention was that his friend was wearing Johan's own dressing gown. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like, you know, that would trip anybody out. It's like, wait, you're wearing my clothes. (laughs) We didn't have a sleepover. What's going on? So confused and slightly puzzled, he heads home only to find that his pal Friedrich is there standing before him wearing the very gown that he just saw wearing on the street. His friend got caught in a sudden rainstorm, and since he was close to his house, he thought that, hey, I'm going to go over to Johan's, I'm going to change into something else, and wait for my clothing to dry. So it's really interesting that he saw that, that that occurred. What I find really neat is that while many people who see their doppelgangers consider it a bad thing, and a, a bad omen, a warning, you know, like, you're going to die soon. 
And yeah, I'd say it's bad luck as many die soon after. But with Johann Wolfgang von Gutu, it's completely different. He sees the first of none other than himself, and then eight years later sees that, holy crap, you know, this is actually happening. And then the whole thing with the friend. I just thought that was like really kind of a rare doppelganger encounter where one actually makes it out okay and lives to talk about it. The next person I want to talk about is Percy Shelley. He is a phenomenal poet. Even though he was a great poet, he was mostly known to be the husband of the author of Frankenstein, Mary Shelley. Now, sadly, Percy died in a drowning accident in 1812. But before his death, he shared with his wife that he has seen his doppelganger many times. Mary shared that when he was sick, he would often see his apparition. One of those encounters was especially haunting to him when one day he was walking into the terrace when he was suddenly greeted by his double, who upon becoming face to face with one another, the double asked the very shocked Shelley, how long do you mean to be content? A close friend of Shelley also saw his doppelganger one day passing her window Percy would frequently walk this route, but he would have to turn around and come back as it was a dead end. She later actually checked with him, and he was nowhere near the area when she saw the doppelganger. This is retold by Mary Shelley herself. I read, She was standing one day, the day before I was taken ill, at a window that looked on the terrace with Trelawney. It was day. She saw, as she thought Shelley, pass by the window, as he often was then, without a coat or jacket. He passed again. Now, as he passed, both times the same way, and as, from the side towards which he went each time there, was no way to get back, except past the window again, except over a wall twenty feet from the ground. She was struck at seeing him pass twice, thus, and looked out, and seeing him with no more, she cried, Good God, can Shelley have leapt from that wall? Where can he be gone? said Trelawney. No, Shelley has passed. What do you mean? Trelawney says that she trembled exceedingly when she heard this, and it proved indeed that Shelley had never been on the terrace, and was far off at the time she saw him. Shelley's second encounter with himself was on a beach, the doppelganger pointing to the sea. He drowned in a sailing accident not long after that. Very chilling, too, you know? I mean, it was almost like, you know, he has these encounters with this doppelganger. He even speaks to him. And then that very chilling moment when he sees himself on the beach and he points at the ocean. And he drowned in those waters. So just very eerie, very bizarre, very creepy. The next person that I want to talk about is George Tryon. One June day in 1893, Vice Admiral George Tryon was commanding two columns of ships off the coast of Syria, when suddenly he gives the command for the two ships to turn toward each other. It's the last command he will ever give. It's the last thing he will ever do in his life. What was the attempt to be an impressive Navy drill maneuver turned into 
catastrophe. The ships rammed right into each other. The ship Tryon was on himself, sank like a stone. His last words, it is entirely my fault. Tryon died knowing that he had just doomed 357 men to their deaths by drowning. A horrible, horrible way to go. Now, as this whole catastrophic event is taking place, Tryon's wife, who knows nothing of it, she's in their London home. She's throwing a party for their friends. To all the partygoers' shock and surprise, George Tryon suddenly appears. He silently starts walking down the staircase, solemnly proceeding through the drawing room and opens the door as if to leave. He was dressed in full uniform. The last case that I want to talk about, this case demanded my attention. I was watching TV several years ago and saw this case about Emily Sage. And you see, Emily, she never saw her doppelganger at all. And though she's never came face to face with her double walker, many others, they have. Emily worked at an exclusive girls' school. She was a phenomenal teacher. The children loved her. The staff enjoyed working with her. She was great. But she seemed to never stay at one school for very long. Sadly, in 16 years, she had changed position 19 times. I mean, why start at a school when you're not even going to be there long enough to get comfortable? In 1845, the school found out why she moves on so often. Poor Emily was the victim of a very strange and very strong phenomenon, the doppelganger. She had a doppelganger who was stalking her. The spectral twin was first discovered during class one day. 13 students, 13 witnesses, watched the doppelganger stand by Emily, and she was mirroring and perfecting Emily's every single move. Next, they saw the doppelganger stand directly behind her as she ate her lunch, again, perfecting every single slightest move, and again, without Emily's knowledge. Well, she never saw the twin. She knew something was off, as whenever the doppelganger manifested, she suddenly became very lethargic, groggy, and often very powerless. If not bizarre enough, the spectral was often seen doing activities that... Emily later said she had planned on doing or was thinking about doing at that moment. This suggested that she may have had some control over it. Soon, the doppelganger was seen in areas where Emily was simply not. First, it appeared in a classroom full of students, the double sitting in the teacher's chair. Meanwhile, Emily was outside working in the garden area. Confused and concerned, some of the students approached the spectral twin and found out that they could actually pass right through her. They recalled that it felt of thick fabric. Another girl said it was like a bulk of cobweb. Many encounters and sightings occurred, too many to tell, but I just wanted to share a few. Like one time, the kind-hearted woman was helping a student with a costume for an upcoming event. The student looks down at Emily as she's fixing the girl's dress. And when she looks down to her amazement and shock, she sees two Emilys. Terrified, the young girl faints at the sight. The girls were frightened 
and started to not want to go to school due to the doppelganger. The school couldn't have this, so they let her go. They didn't want to do that. She was a good teacher. They knew that. But their number one priority was the safety of their children. And if they didn't feel safe at a school, then what can they do? Their hands were tied. Unlike the other encounters, this stayed with Emily for a long time. Years. Ruining her life, basically, as she had to move job to job to job. Now, never fear, there will be a doppelganger part two where I will be talking about Honest Abe, Queen Elizabeth I, Catherine the Great, and others. But before I let you guys go, I wanted to share an encounter that I actually had. My boyfriend and I and sister, we were living in this gorgeous penthouse in the San Luis Valley in Colorado. I called it our penthouse in paradise. It was just so beautiful. Really, it was just a large building. The first floor had three spacious storefronts. In the back is a staircase that takes you to the second floor. We had that whole upper floor to ourselves. And I must brag for if only one second. I mean, it had a hutch, two huge living rooms, one with a bar, both with fireplaces, two bathrooms, a pantry, several walk-in closets, four bedrooms, just trying to set the scene, folks. It is just phenomenal. So from my bedroom, there's a window. You look outside and there's the door where we leave and where we go to walk our dog. So on this particular day, I was sick in bed. I had the cruds. I was just feeling nasty. I mean, I was being a total lazy bum. Hadn't left the bed all day. I was binge watching Kim Russo's The Haunting Of. So we were about to retire for the night. So my boyfriend does this every single night. He'll take our dog outside to walk around before we go to bed so he could go to the bathroom, do whatever, you know, get some fresh air before he hits the sack. So several minutes go by when the door opens and I hear them come up the stairs. Justin enters the room and has a look of confusion on his face. He looks at me and says, why didn't you wave back? Well, now it's my turn to be confused. I mean, what the hell is he talking about? I haven't left the bed in several hours. So I try to convince him that I haven't moved an inch. He explains to me that he was outside with our dog midnight. He looks up to our bedroom window to see me standing there. He waves and he said, I just stay standing there. Motionless, emotionless, (laughs) just staring straight ahead as if I don't even see him. At this point, he starts to wildly wave with both arms, trying to get my attention, but also mainly just getting around. It's at this point that he says, I suddenly back away from the window, not turning around and walking away, but walk backwards away, the curtain falling back into place. Well, I mean, whoever that was or whatever he saw in this window was not me, nor did I hear, see, or smell anything during this time frame of him being outside. I'm very observant, if you will. It's that EVP ear, you know. I mean, first of all, Where that window is, we had a little couch there that our dog would sleep on. So someone would have to be standing on that to look outside. I would see or hear that, and if by chance I missed it, I would have definitely seen the mystery guest walking backwards and the curtain moving. From time to time, 
things would happen in that home, unexplained and odd things. I had a medium tell me that there's a spirit of a woman that roams the halls of my home. Why she's there, what she's doing there, what happened to her, I don't know any of that. But somebody, something is in that house. I mean, did he see my doppelganger or did he see someone else? His eyes aren't the greatest, so he may have seen a woman standing in our bedroom window and automatically thought, hey, that's Tessa. I don't know. But that experience will always stay with me because he's a skeptic. So it's kind of like hard to like explain that kind of thing, you know. And my sister lived with us at the time, but she wasn't there at that time. She was at a friend's house. And so just interesting stuff like that, you know, doppelganger. Many have had experiences. Have you had an encounter or an experience with a doppelganger? Whether you're seeing yourself or, you know, seeing somebody that looks like your best friend or something. I want to hear about it. Email me now at paranormal.prowlers.podcast at gmail.com. And that's it for the last show of the year. I hope you guys have a great new year. Whatever you do, have fun and stay safe. We will see you next year.